Sermon 6-7 Jesus is the door of salvation. John 10th chapter, verses 1-19 through 19. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This command I have received from my Father. Therefore, there was a division again among the Jews because of these sayings. Referring to himself, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14th chapter, verse 6. Who could dare to make such a claim? 
Only Jesus is the true God who can describe himself like this. Those who believe in the word of the remission of sins that Jesus has given us can be delivered from all their sins and receive new life. Even as we could not avoid but be destroyed and accursed for our sins, the Lord has become our true Savior, and so we have no choice but to thank Him. Everyone was set to suffer the terrifying wrath of God for his sins. But what about you? Have you met the Savior who has freed you from all your sins? Those who have met the Savior are those who have received the remission of sins by knowing and believing in the gospel power of the water and the Spirit. Through the door of the tabernacle also, God showed the baptism and blood of Jesus. We must remember the truth manifested in the door of the tabernacle and believe in it. The outer court of the tabernacle, there were 60 pillars, and to its east stood its gate, measuring 9 meters in length and 2.25 meters in height. And the fence of the court was all surrounded by white linen, measuring 22.5 meters in its east and west sides and 45 meters in its south and north sides. But only the gate of the court of the tabernacle was woven with blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen. Of the total width of the court, measuring 22.5 meters, its gate took up 9 meters, and so anyone could easily recognize this gate. The white linen that was used for the fence of the court of the tabernacle manifest our remission of sins and God's holiness. When we look at this white linen, we naturally think of cleanliness and when we connect this to people's souls, we are reminded of someone whose heart has some sinless by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Those who have received the remission of sins from God are pleased to meet and have fellowship with others who have also received the same remission of sins. But the sinful are not only reluctant to have fellowship with the righteous, but they are also reluctant to come before the holy God. Because of their sins, the sinful are surrounded by darkness that prevents them from nearing the light of the gospel of the water and the spirit. And so it is only natural that they would dislike the light itself at first. So if you are uneasy about the light, then you must realize that because of your sins, a wall has sprung up 
to separate you from God. And when you recognize this, you must find the truth and get the problem of your sins resolved. If you realize that you are suffering from the deadly illness of your sins that will send you straight to hell, then more than anything else, you now need the gospel of the water and the spirit absolutely. If one knows that he is bound to go to hell for his sins, then it is only a matter of course that he should be looking for a savior who would deliver him. Yet, many in this world are not looking for the remission of sins that Jesus has given them through the gospel of the water and the spirit, even as they are sinners, and they must look for this Jesus who is their Savior. They are like the man in Psalms 49, verse 12, who, though in honor, does not realize this and perishes like a beast. Coming to the sinners of this earth, the Lord wanted to deliver them from all their sins with the gospel of the water and the spirit. So not only was our Lord baptized by John the Baptist to blot out all the iniquities of sinners, but he also washed away all their sins once for all by shedding his blood on the cross. Having done these things, he is now waiting for us. Like this, for the gate of the court of the tabernacle also, our Lord made all the preparations for the remission of sins by weaving it with blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and thereby became the door of salvation for us so that we may be saved from our sins. Herein lies the reason why all sinners must now believe in Jesus as their Savior. To become the door of salvation for us, the sinners, Jesus himself came to us with the gospel of the water and the Spirit to remit away all our sins. When Jesus turned 30 on this earth, he bore all our sins by being baptized by John the Baptist. Matthew 3, chapter verses 13 through 17. And he fulfilled all righteousness by being crucified and shedding his blood. John 19th chapter, verse 30. And by rising from the dead again in three days, Matthew 28th chapter. He completed the salvation of all sinners from their iniquities. Therefore, he has now made it possible for anyone who wants to be saved to receive the remission of sins by believing in the baptism he received and the blood he shed on the cross. We must believe that all these things were done for us, for the remission of our sins. As God has determined that anyone who does not believe in Jesus 
as the Savior cannot receive the remission of sins, all who now want to receive this remission of sins and enter heaven must believe in the washing of sins and the condemnation of sins that Jesus fulfilled through the baptism he received and the death he suffered on the cross when he came to this earth, and they must thereby become God's people who have cleansed away all their sins. Those who are trying today to wash away their sins by believing only in the blood of the cross must now learn the gospel truth of the water and the spirit. If you had not known the gospel of the water and the spirit, and therefore had believed only in the Jesus blood on the cross, then you must realize that your knowledge of the true gospel is only half filled. The fact that those who believe only in the blood of Jesus continue to find out time after time that they have not been perfectly remitted from their sins is the proof that they still remain sinful even after they have believed in Jesus for a long time. The faith of those who believe that they are saved, even as they believe only in the blood that Jesus shed on the cross, is clearly problematic. So rebuking their faith, Jesus says to them, Did I only die for you? Was I not also baptized by John the Baptist? And did I not bear the sins of the world as well as for all of you? Every sinner must realize just how boundless and righteous the work of the baptism and blood of Jesus is. The work that has saved mankind from all its sins and punishment. And they must believe in this work of salvation with thanksgiving. If one realizes just how terrifying the punishment of sin reserved for the sinful is, then he has no choice but be infinitely grateful for the salvation of Jesus. Receive the salvation of the true remission of sins by faith. As you live on this earth, do you want to receive the remission of sins and live happily? Or do you want to live an accursed life for eternity by rejecting the gospel of the water and the spirit that brings the remission of sins to you? Everyone wants to receive the eternal remission of sins for everything to work out well and to be happy, if not for others, then at least for himself. But by living this desire to be blessed, sinners are simply incapable of receiving God's love and blessings no matter how hard they try. There are so many people, for some reason, 
who seem to think that everything that they do is accursed, so much so that we feel sorry for them. But they do not know the reason why they are living such an accursed life. The reason is actually quite simple. It is because they have not been washed from all their sins by faith. There are some people for whom, although they profess to believe in Jesus, everything that they do ends up in failure. This is because there is a wall of sin separating them from God. It is because the sinful are not at peace with God that they are cursed. When we profess to believe in Jesus, then we must examine ourselves to see whether we really understand and believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, or we just believe in Jesus as our Savior blindly, even as we have no idea what this gospel of the water and the spirit is. We must believe correctly. And only when we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit can we be said to believe in Jesus correctly. There are some people who consider themselves as good Christians, even as they remain sinful from not believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. We need to realize that anyone who has sinned before the holy God is bound to live an accursed life because of this sin. And that in order to be entirely freed from this life of sin, we must be born again by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Therefore, even if people believe in Jesus as their savior, if they do so without knowing the gospel of the water and the spirit, then their faith is all in vain. All of us must thus realize the gravity of sin, and we must also realize that we can be blessed by God only when we learn the gospel truth of the water and the spirit and receive the remission of sins by faith. We need to grasp this profound seriousness of sin. For no other reason than the fact that Jesus himself told us in Romans 6 chapter verse 23 that the wages of sin is death. Then only by this means that all who have sinned must either receive the remission of sins or otherwise be destroyed for their sins. It is more than likely for sinners to fail at everything that they do, as if a series of misfortune befalls on them. But they need to pause for a moment and consider the possibility that the reason for this is because of their sins. We must remember God's commandments. And if we now realize that the endless stream of all such unhappiness and curses is due to the fact that there is sin in our hearts, 
then we must believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. For the time has come for us to believe in this gospel. God gave us his law so that we would realize that death awaits anyone who has sinned. Romans 3rd chapter verse 20. And as each and every sin that all sinners have committed are written in their hearts, God wants to wash them all away by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. All the sins that people commit by breaking God's commandments are written in their hearts. God's law, therefore, they become sinners, live accursed lives, and ultimately end up facing their destruction. As soon as possible, even at this very moment, every sinner must now believe in the baptism Jesus received from John the Baptist and the blood shed on the cross, and they must be completely washed from their sins by faith. Everyone is bound to live this world in futility, not only to turn into a handful of dust, and after this, to face God's judgment that awaits him. But if you think it was set by God for our lives to end in such purposeless hollowness, then you are gravely mistaken. On the contrary, the God-given gospel of the remission of sins is available to everyone and all the blessings of God will be bestowed on whoever believes in this gospel. Now that all can wash away their sins by faith, thanks to the gospel of the water and the spirit, that brings the remission of sins permitted by God. It is my sincerest hope and prayer that you would all indeed wash away all your sins and become God's children by faith. By believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, everyone can cleanse away his sins and enter the kingdom of God. This is why the gospel of the water and the spirit is such an absolute necessity for all of us. Describing our lives, God said, the days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength, they are 80 years. Yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Psalm 90, verse 10. Whether we live for 80 years or 120 years on this earth, what is imperative is that we know and believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. It would be not such a problem if our lives were to end with our physical death. But for each and every one of us, there awaits an afterlife. That is why it is absolutely important for everyone to encounter and believe in the real truth. 
for we can become God's children and live happily forever in his kingdom only if we wash away all the sins of our souls by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. This is why Jesus has become the gate of the kingdom of heaven to save us from our sins and to welcome us to heaven. Jesus himself took upon our sins by being baptized, bore the condemnation of everyone's sins by shedding his precious blood on the cross and has thereby become our perfect savior. By becoming the gate of heaven himself, Jesus has permitted anyone who has received the remission of sins to enter heaven. As John 10th chapter verse 2 says, He who enters the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Jesus is indeed the shepherd of the sheep that have received the remission of sins. The gate of heaven the true shepherd and God himself who leads us to the everlasting kingdom of heaven. Our Lord came to this earth as our savior and gave himself up for us. To those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, our Lord has opened the door of salvation wide and permitted the kingdom of heaven. Receiving Jesus is not just saying, I believe in Jesus. To receive Jesus into the heart is to believe that Jesus is God himself and the Savior for all who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. In our hearts, we have faith in the baptism of Jesus and his blood on the cross. We also believe that Jesus is the Son of God. This is our faith. Those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit believe that Jesus is their Savior and take the gospel of the water and the spirit as the witness of faith. Brothers and sisters, do you believe that Jesus is your Savior? Do you admit in your hearts that Jesus is the true Savior? Jesus is the Son of God, but all at the same time, He is our Savior. Jesus is the Son of God and our Savior, and to wash us from all our sins, He accepted them once for all by being baptized by John the Baptist, went to the cross, and was crucified to shed his blood to death. You must all infallibly believe in this. You must not allow yourself to be destroyed for not believing. You must believe that the baptism of Jesus and his precious blood were all for you. Those who are yet to believe in this gospel truth must now believe in the baptism and blood of Jesus with their hearts. We must wholeheartedly believe in this baptism of Jesus and his blood on the cross, the truth of the remission of sins, 
And we must thank God. We must believe in this truth right at this moment without fail. For there is no other way to be saved but to believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit and become God's children. Those who do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit with their hearts have not yet become God's children. Therefore, it is my sincerest hope and prayer that you would all believe in this gospel, for there is no more time to delay. Believe now. You will then become God's child, be washed from all your sins, and enjoy all his glory and splendor. Jesus is the gate of heaven, and he is also its gatekeeper. By becoming our own God and our Savior, Jesus has saved us from our sins, and he has given us the sure and clear faith that enables us to reach salvation and enter heaven. We can only thank our Lord for his merciful love. We must believe that Jesus is the only good shepherd and perfect savior. Our Lord said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care for the sheep. The hireling here refers to those who work only to feed their own flesh. As the word itself denotes, they are those who are hired to work for a reward. In today's Christian communities, the hirelings are those who do not spread the gospel truth of the water and the spirit, but instead preach false doctrines and pretend to be shepherds only to seek after their own interest. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the father knows me, even so, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus is our true shepherd, and we are God's servants who believe in and preach the gospel of the water and the spirit that Jesus Christ has given us. Because Jesus knew very well why we sin and what weaknesses we have, this true shepherd accepted all our sins by being baptized by John the Baptist and he bore the condemnation of our sins by giving up his own body on the cross, all in order to save us. Jesus said that the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Just like this, Jesus obeyed the will of God the Father completely, 
to the point where he was baptized and even crucified to death. The Lord told us, you must spread the gospel of the water and the spirit throughout the whole world. For there are many people who are yet to come into my sheepfold. Jesus accepts as God's children only those who believe in his baptism and blood. In other words, Jesus has given his grace of the remission of sins only to those who believe that he, who came by the water and the blood, has washed away all their sins. And it is only these people that he has turned into God's children. Just as the sacrificial offering of the Old Testament shed its blood and suffered death because of the lying on of hands, it was because Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist that he shed his blood and died on the cross and rose from the dead again. Seeing the faith of those who believe in this truth, God has made them his own children. Jesus, the good shepherd, hears the prayers of the children of God, watches over them, leads them, protects them, and blesses them. By believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit with our hearts, therefore, we must receive the remission of sins, come into God's church, walk with Jesus, the good shepherd, and live blessed lives led by God. We must believe wholeheartedly that the Lord is our Savior and our Good Shepherd. God calls upon and saves sinners who are like goats. The truly pitiful people are the sinners who are mingled among the people of God. In the Bible, sheep generally refer to the people of God who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, while goats refer to those who, despite professing to believe in Jesus, have not really received the remission of sins into their hearts. By and large, these goats come into God's church by pretending to be sheep. And they deceive his servants and saints as well as themselves. These goat-like people are so good at imitating sheep that they sound and act just like sheep. But they are the kind of people who do not repent even after revealing their true colors. But just as no goat can ever bear a lamb regardless of how well it imitates a sheep? Some people are spiritually still sinners. No matter how virtuously they live in their lives in the flesh. These goats, because they know that they are not the sheep, try to cover themselves with their own strength. So the goats look stronger than the sheep. But it is the sheep who have the shepherd, and they are the ones who, 
having received the remission of sins by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, are doing the Lord's work. There are billions of Christians throughout the whole world, yet many of them are actually goats that still have not received the remission of sins. And therefore, we must all pray for them and preach the gospel of the water and the spirit to them. John chapter 10 verse 16 tells us, And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Our Lord said here that he has one sheep that are not of this fold of God's sheep and that he has to bring them into the fold also. Bringing sinners who still remains as goats into the fold of God is what his servants do. The fold of God here refers to those who assist in this work. This is why Jesus said, Sinners will receive the remission of sins and be under one shepherd. In our hearts, you and I must truly believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the truth of salvation that Jesus Christ has given us. And by this faith, we live our lives in his church with the Lord. Jesus said, Therefore, my father loves me because I have laid down my life that I may take it again. Indeed, Jesus laid down his life to save our lives. He accepted our sins once and for all by being baptized by John the Baptist. And he died in our place by giving up his life on the cross. Jesus did all these things to save our lives. And that is why God the Father loves Jesus Christ and us. That Jesus Christ came to this earth, was baptized, and shed his blood on the cross was because God had commanded his son to deliver us from our sins. To those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, God has given the right to remit away everyone's sins by spreading the gospel of the water and the spirit. I give all my thanks to God the Father for remitting away all our sins with the water, the blood, and the spirit for making us his own children, for saving us from death, and for allowing us to live with him forever in his kingdom of heaven. The power to turn us into God's own children belongs to Jesus. God the Father has given his Son the power and authority to save us from our sins. And to blot out our sins, Jesus fulfilled his work of salvation by bearing our sins through his baptism 
and dying for us on the cross. Fundamentally, Jesus is the Son of God and God himself also. This means that God has become our own Savior. The birth of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, on this earth, the baptism he received from John the Baptist, his death on the cross, his resurrection, and his ascension were all due to the fact that Jesus obeyed the Father's commands. Therefore, by being baptized, dying on the cross, rising from the dead again for us, and now sitting at the right hand of the throne of God, Jesus has given the remission of sins, the Holy Spirit, and the eternal kingdom of God to all who believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. By believing in Jesus, the Messiah, we have not only been saved from all our sins, but we have also received the blessing of glorifying God, for we have now become his own people. Now then, because only Jesus is the gate through which we can enter heaven, we must be saved by knowing and believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit that he has given us. We must infallibly know the truth that God himself came to this earth, was baptized, died on the cross, rose from the dead again, and has thereby saved us from all our sins and condemnation. And we must believe in this truth without fail. The gospel of the water and the spirit was not made by man, but by God himself. We were all made by God, and this creator God himself became a man to save his people from sin was baptized by John the Baptist to take upon our sins and was crucified and shed his precious blood to bear the condemnation of our sins. God has thereby brought the remission of sins and eternal life to those who believe in this truth. It is when we know and believe in this truth that Jesus as our Savior that we are able to glorify God. I give all thanks to the Lord for blessing us to believe in Jesus Christ and giving us the gospel of the water and the spirit. We have received new life and have become God's own children. As we have become God's sinless children by believing in the Messiah's gospel of the water and the spirit, we will enter the millennial kingdom and the eternal kingdom of God, and we will enjoy all his blessings and authority forever. It is absolutely imperative for you to realize and believe here that you will all enjoy God's authority and live forever in heaven in a sinless state. As the Messiah, 
Jesus received great authority from God the Father. And by exercising this authority, he has personally saved us from all our sins with his baptism, blood, and resurrection. Every day, with our faith, we praise this Jesus Christ, who is the door of the sheepfold, the door of salvation, and the gatekeeper of heaven. <laughs>